I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart. And close your eyes, unless you're driving or operating heavy machinery. So take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your worries go. Let any tension in your body go, and let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. Take another deep breath in. And exhale out loud with a sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to To Be Honest. Today's topic is long overdue: the question of whether humans are matter or energy. Now. If you have never thought about this question, or you just think that we are all matter, then this episode is for you. Whether you are aware of it or not, your body emits a bioelectromagnetic field, or we can call it our body field. I believe this field is the missing link between mind and body coherence. Once we learn how to tap into this field, means we can harness our full potential of energy. So、uh, the intention of this episode is to introduce you to the new science of the body's bioelectromagnetic field and its relations to our physiology, amongst other things like our heart, brain, 
Before I go any further, let me credit Oscar Phoenix, who wrote an article or blog, should I say, for the way of meditation. And the title is The New Science of Human Energy Fields. This blog was published back in 2019, and I think it's quite well written in the sense that it's easy to understand, considering this can be a dry topic, maybe for some of my listeners. So before you run away thinking it is going to be a dry topic, to be honest, it may or may not be. It really depends on how much you know about quantum physics the science of meditation, or even whether you are interested in science. Nevertheless, I urge you to stay with me till the end of this episode, because I guarantee you, you will benefit from the material that I'm going to share with you. And you will have a better understanding of the little energy exercise that I have you join me at the beginning of each episode. And you will come to learn that our mind, body and spirit are indeed interrelated. And most of all, surprise, surprise, we are energy, not so much matter. That's an illusion. So without further ado, let's explore. So in his 2019 blog, Oscar Phoenix revealed that bioelectromagnetic medicine is coming of age in the 21st century. The explosive growth in understanding the relationship between electromagnetism and physiology is creating amazing non-invasive diagnostic and treatment tools for a range of disease and illness that people suffer from. To make it easier, let's go through some of the terminologies. So bio, B-I-O, signifies life. Electromagnetic refers to the electromagnetism generated by our body. Field is the matrix of energy created by this electromagnetism. Well, if you know and have seen the movie The Matrix with Keanu Reeves, a fun fact, one of the scientists Bruce Lipton, he said that this movie shouldn't be classified as science fiction, but instead it should be classified as a documentary. And modern science is saying that all living things in the universe produce a certain field of electromagnetism composed of two main forces. One is electricity and the second is magnetism. Just like yin and yang, one cannot exist without the other. And as humans, we typically access bioelectromagnetic energy through the food we eat and the air we breathe. So needless to say, caring for our environment is vital for our well-being. Did you know that plant-like structures retain the energy of the sun and magnetic energies of the earth, making it available for absorption to every single living being? Oscar Phoenix continues with this fact. Cultures around the globe have a wide range of terms to depict the energy that encompasses us, creating a body field, meaning the bioelectrical field, such as qi in Chinese. I'm sure many of you have heard about qi uh, because of feng shui. 
And as a matter of fact, it's all about the qi, whether it is flowing in your living or office environment. It's all part of the modern science now. Another fun fact: more and more schools are including feng shui in their syllabus of Bachelor of Architecture. All right. So another term is prana in Indian, ki in Japanese, ni in Native Indian, ka in Ancient Egyptians, and of course, Western cultures. We coin it aura. And also, my audience, did you know that eating raw organic food is amazing for our body's BEM field, bioelectromagnetic field? Now, please take note of this important point. There are many different models to understand this subtle energy, which is the driving force of all living things. So Oscar Phoenix says that the bioelectromagnetic field is the closest model that Western science has to explain the energy of life force. Maybe now you have a clearer sense if you are a fan of Star Wars. The most frequently quoted phrases is "May the force be with you." If I remember correctly, Obi Wan Kenobi was the primary character who said this greeting. All right. So earlier I mentioned about the heart brain, and this is what Oscar Phoenix said in his blog. Research has also revealed that the heart communicates information to the brain and throughout the body via electromagnetic field interactions. Isn't that interesting? He continues to say the heart generates the body's most powerful and most extensive rhythmic electromagnetic field. The heart's magnetic component is about 500 times stronger than the brain's magnetic field and can be detected several feet away from the body. So it was proposed that this heart field acts as a carrier wave for information that provides a global synchronizing signal for the entire body. This excerpt is from HeartMath.org by McCrady, Bradley, and Tomasino, 2004. Now, if you are really interested in what the cutting-edge scientists are saying about our heart, brain, and our magnetic field, I highly recommend you to visit the HeartMath website. H e a r t m a t h dot org. Org. There you'll learn our heart is the epic center of bioelectric activity within the body, sending more electrical information to the brain than what the brain does to the heart. So the biggest contributing factor that determines your field is the emotions you tune into. Let's split the word emotions to e emotions. So it can be broken down into energy in motion, which is directly linked to the body's BEMF, bioelectromagnetic field. Your emotional diet can shift the body's chemistry, determining the overall health of your body. Let me say it another way. That means your emotions signal the heart to express a current of energy. May it be positive or negative, altering the chemistry in your body. So, by cultivating heartfelt, 
positive emotions, you promote a healthy environment in your body. So, my audience, please take note: when you are in a fearful, stressful state, your heart sends disrupted signals to your brain, which turns on the fight, flight, or freeze response emergency mode. That means survival state. So, what does this mean to me? You may ask. Think of your emotions as fuel for the brain. If you experience a consistent level of positive emotions in daily life, then you will experience an improved level of mental functionality, isn't it? So be happy; it's good for your health. Make happiness your utmost priority in your life. Let's talk more about our heart brain. Now we know from recent research in the discipline of neurocardiology shows us that the heart is a sensory organ and a sophisticated center for receiving and processing information. The nervous system within the heart, or heart brain, enables it to learn, remember, and make functional decisions independent of the brain's cerebral cortex. Moreover, numerous experiments have demonstrated that the signals the heart continuously sends to the brain influence the function of higher brain centers involved in perception. Cognition and our emotional processing. This excerpt that I just shared comes from in5d.com. So, my audience, did you know that the heart is an independent, intelligent organ that has its own unique capability to process and regulate information? Behavioral modeling expert and author Marvin Oka has an interesting claim to make on this seemingly simple issue: that we actually have three brains. They reside in the head—that's the one we know best—the heart and the gut. All three have massive networks of neurons and very distinct roles. So, circling back to the heart brain, which is also known as a mini brain. The heart is composed of approximately forty thousand neurons. So, my audience, think about that. Now you know the importance to keep your heart happy by not having the following: stressful emotional diet. The antidote is the result formula that I taught in previous episodes. So practice that daily, and your heart will also be happy. To do without negative thought patterns, dysfunctional perceptions, an inactive lifestyle, and an unhealthy diet. For starters, stay away from processed foods. Okay, let's circle back to Oscar Phoenix's blog. He revealed that, and I quote: "The heart processes information about the body and the outside world through an infoenergetic code." An abundant network of blood vessels and cells, serving not only as our circulatory system but as an energy information gathering and distribution system, like a complex telephone network. 
with all these latest scientific information, how could we not see that our body is just so amazing? Now, my audience, did you know that emotion can be closely aligned with electricity? It can energize or electrocute the body. Yes, I wish you to think about it. When you are angry, there is a charge of emotions running through your body. So these emotions are governed by electricity. Your nervous system is a conductor of energy, our electrical impulses. So holding in anger or not having the patience to meditate, breathe out this toxic energy will lead to an inner explosion, violating the health of your cells. The greater the explosion, the greater the damage. Not to mention the damages caused to others around you and the ambience of your environment. People can sense the energy and your aura. So, how many times have you felt the tension in a room after an argument? Think about that. Anger leaves behind a residue of negative energy in the space that it is expressed in. The field gets disrupted, and you can feel it even days after the heated argument. Again, if you are interested to find out more, go to heartmath.org. Now let's explore more of the modern science. Scientist Greg Braden once said, and I quote. Our hearts are five thousand times more powerful magnetically than our brains. Unquote. Now, in classical physics, meaning Newtonian physics, it has taught and conditioned us to believe that our mind and body are separate entities, and that everything in our world is made out of matter. This belief system teaches us that the mind cannot have an effect on the body; that everything in our world is mechanistic in nature and separate from the mind. Now, this machine-driven theory of how the body operates, like a machine with cogs and gears working in conjunction with one another. Well, it has subtly influenced our beliefs in a way that limits our ability to harness the power of our BEMF effectively. So, what does quantum physics has to say these days? Researchers today all around the globe have confirmed that the matter, which appears to be solid, in reality is actually more energy than it is solid matter. The reality that appears to be solid to you right now is actually made up of pure energy, which is vibrating at a specific frequency. So, giving matter properties like shape, size, and texture. So, my audience, did you know that the cells of the body are made up of atoms, which are broken down into electrons, protons, neutrons, and quarks? Q U A R K S, which are all an expression of vibrating energy. So, my audience, Oscar Phoenix has helped us to put this all into perspective, and I quote: "When these particles vibrate in their nucleus, that means skin-like membrane, a small electrical impulse is generated in our body. Every individual cell in our body generates an electrical charge." 
all this electricity combined produces the electromagnetic field that extends all around the body for about two to three meters. The traditional concept of science suggests that the mind and matter are separate entities and should never be seen as the same thing. However, the quantum field shows us that wherever the observer looks, an atom will appear, implying that we, as conscious observers, have some effect on the matter around us. This then means that on some level, the mind has an effect on our environment. Unquote. This is huge, my audience. If we unravel this theory even further, it is not difficult to accept that our beliefs, ideas, and whatever outlook we adopt in life has an effect on what we experience in life. The way we use our observational skills has a major influence on our way of life. So the key is to learn how to harness our awareness or consciousness and attention. So, my audience, this may or may not be the first time that you hear about the latest research on modern science, whether we are matter or energy. Regardless, I trust that you now have a better understanding of why we set the energy of each episode together. So, knowing what you know now. I am sure you also agree with me how important our state of mind is. It sets up your day, your week, your month, and your life. If you are not living a life you truly love, there's a high chance that you are not vibrating at a higher level of frequency. So the practice of meditation, incantations, affirmations. Gratitude and forgiveness can help elevate you to a higher frequency. So let me leave you with these key points. Everything is connected via a unified field, and that is the quantum field. Everything is in motion and has a vibration or a field. Mind has the power to shape matter, meaning to shape your reality. Mind can directly influence the body's energy field. Everything in our body is governed by an electromagnetic field, which includes our biology. Mind, body, and matter are all connected and intermingled with one another via fields. And I have saved the best for last. The father of quantum mechanics, Max Planck, who originated quantum theory, which won him the Nobel Prize in physics. And I quote: "All matter originates and exists only by virtue of a force. We must assume behind this force the existence of a conscious and intelligent mind." And this mind is the matrix of all matter. Unquote. If you are interested to learn more, please check out quantumconsciousness.org. So, my audience, thank you for listening, and until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now.
you can find this podcast. To be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D R B A R B A R A K I A O. dot com. 